Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. That's just the I said three, right, two, three, one. Three, two. All right, three, two. We're going to start. You guys ready? We're going to start. We're going to start. All right, we're live on three, one. Okay, I'm ready. Jimmy would be a, Jimmy would be a nightmare on a movie set. Jeez. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, you're Never. the one that. Yeah. Cut. As soon as, yeah, he would yell cut when he's not the director. Cut, as guys, soon as cut. I start counting, Josue always ducks out of his chair. Josue goes and grabs, like, whatever's I'm on like the charger, floor. I'm like charger, phone. All right. I'll be honest. I do the same thing sometimes. Yeah. Uh, all right, um, three. Two, <laughs> one. All right, we're live. Anyway. Uh, so, I mean, I know what we're, I know what we're. Uh, no laughing. Yeah, I know what we're supposed to feel, and we're supposed yeah. to feel like good about this game, right? Because hold on, let's bring in Sherrod. Oh uh, yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Sherrod, Sherrod's gonna be that way of sunshine. He's gonna be no. that way of sunshine. Oh, that's Sherrod. How can you not feel good about oh, being able not. to stay close against a good team against the Bucks on the road down three starters? But the end of that game just leaves a bad taste in your mouth and you want to friggin' tear your eyes out. And that's where emotionally I am right now. When you take a step back from it, you're going to be like, dude, they just went. For- I mean, look at these two games. Go Toronto and Milwaukee down friggin' four starters and down three starters against two of the top five teams in the East. And you took them down to the wire. So it's hard to not feel good about like, wow, full team. They should be able to do whatever. Silver just, lining the ending, loss. just the ending sucked. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you, John. You know what, John, that's fair, but you know what? I, I think when you look at, and maybe Celtics fans are not going to want to hear this, but maybe they will. When you look at the role players, guys that you're going to need to step up. I mean, you had guys that did that, you know, maybe down the stretch, Derek White didn't make the best decisions. You know, maybe Daniel Tice could have executed better in that inbound play, man. What a pass. That was spot Mr. on. Perfect. Leo. Mr. Bunny, you know, yes, you don't like to see that. Fourth quarter, late fourth quarter execution didn't look great for the Celtics. The Bucks were able to put together a heck of a lot of stops, and that includes Jalen Brown. You know, Jalen Brown had a heck of a game. He was attacking, but, you know, when it came to it, when the Bucks wanted to make their stops, they strung them together. So so that's not good. You know, you don't want to see that. But when you think about some of these role players, they, they needed this experience. They, they, they did. And I think you, you, can, you can say that these guys are going to take plenty away from this game. But you're still wondering if this other guys, team can execute yeah. in the fourth quarter down the stretch without Rob Williams. I mean, and I'm sorry, it hasn't looked great in, in close games. It hasn't. Yeah, it's not. It's not like I mean, again, I just I know people are going to react here. What do you What do you want? Happy, happy, joy, joy. It's great. Like, yes, they went toe to toe with him. That's great. You just don't like to see one of your best players dribbling the ball off his foot with the game on the line because he might have that's, the ball. Yeah, in, that too. He might have the ball in his hands in a real game with the game on the line. Yeah. So, 
Don't do yeah. that. Like that, you don't like to see it. All you're doing now is taking. You have no control over seeding. It's going to happen. You just want to see positive things. At the end, there just weren't positive things. Everything leading up to it was great. But then they just puked all over themselves, turned it over a ton late. Um, and, you know, it just got really sloppy with the ball. And it was players who will play in critical moments who were doing that late. It's not like Hauser and Tice, Hauser and friggin' Neesmith are out there, you know, dribbling ball off their knees. You know, it's Jalen, it's White. It was just sloppy down the stretch there. It was just hard to watch. And it kind of tainted what was like a pretty awesome yeah. game from a Celtics perspective because they had no business being in this. And they yeah. you know, they have a five-point lead with three, four minutes to go. And Milwaukee, if I'm Milwaukee, I must have been like, I'd be like, guys, this we like if we do this for real against these guys in the playoffs, yeah. we're done. You know, like that was Milwaukee, their last you, time out. Am I Milwaukee? You feel said. terrible yeah. right now, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, if, yeah. if you're Milwaukee, you're you're happy you won, but you're thinking like, but damn, yeah. this this is ugh. if you're the Celtics, this won't do. About it, right. One of, one of the issues that the Celtics have had throughout the season, and we've we've talked about this before, is closing games out. Lately, they've been really good about it, but you know what? They really haven't had a lot of games that they had to execute down right. the stretch because they're beating the snot out of teams over three and a half quarters. This was a game where they were down a stretch. The guys that they would normally count on would be Jason and Jalen. Jalen obviously nowhere to be nowhere in sight today. It's on Jalen. And he to me, he had one of the biggest gaps of the night where he lost the ball. The other play that I thought, you know, doesn't get enough attention was Derek White had a mid-range jump shot wide the hell open. And he, you know, it was a it was a 10-foot jump shot that he shot eight. Uh he little things like that really hurt there was him. And you gotta Derek play White. Yeah, there's yeah. three of them. Yeah. That, was the, that, was one, the, that was the last one. One top. One of the really team. pissed off John. Well, yeah. yeah, but one just sloppy hands, careless ball, catches it top of the key, loses it, has to backtrack to half court to get it, and mm-hmm. then jacks up a three late in the clock. That's annoying, but it was late anyway. It's just bad. that was bad. The other one where he's just dribbling, not looking on the left side, and you got Pritchard and Smart jumping up and down. Like the Pritchard bench. Was the bench was too, down. yeah. Yeah, wide open yeah. and he missed them and then obviously that one there and you know they're killing him on the broadcast for you know like shoot him in rhythm dude what are you doing yeah. you know well that's what they were doing when they when they were knocking down shots i mean the, the ball was moving and it was getting in the hands of guys who were catching shooting in rhythm and they just got away from that down a stretch and they, they looked like a team that didn't know what they needed to do to close this game out which they, is frustrating they, yeah, it is. Yeah. It it is, but, but consider this- consider the fact that their closer wasn't in this game. So and not yeah, only right. that, but you know, Al, who's a big part of the, you know, facilitating part of that offense. Like, so yeah, you gotta you gotta take a little gotta take it with a little bit of a grain of salt there. I mean, and I think that's what John was kind of oh, saying up the top. Right. Of course, but, if we do though, there's no show, which is No, I know, I know. Play, we have to talk they about They played down so. three starters, so we'll yeah. accept any outcome and you move on. And of right, course no. that's, that's the real thing. Because, and there's something to be said right. about the Bucks, you know. Hey, listen, this happens. You know this, what, this has, what's that? You want to steal games when you can in this yeah. league. When you when you when you're in position That's to steal. That's why Toronto killed me too. You know. Yeah, I mean, right. you you and you look at the team that they're going to be finishing the season out. You know, Memphis. That's that's all they've been doing all season. I mean, how many te- how many times can a team be without their best player and win like freaking ninety percent of the games without their best player? That doesn't happen. Yeah, that's what right. they're doing it because they are close enough in a lot of games where they just find a way to steal it. They execute down the stretch. They make the plays at both ends of the floor, and they get it done. And the Celtics, it, to me, this game defined how good Jason Tatum is because w- down the stretch, yeah. he you could clearly see where his absence was felt. 
they needed a closer, and Jalen just yeah. wasn't that guy. And you know what? Yeah, though? I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that too. Oh, real quick, Jim. I didn't think about that and all the offensive end. I was thinking about what this team looks like without Al Horford in the front court. You know, or both on the defensive end, rather. You know, like they just—they're just not the same. It's just yes, with him next to Tice, they're better. But without him, it's tough. Without Rob and Al, yeah, I felt like Milwaukee had like twenty points in the paint in like the first three minutes. Oh man, they were. I mean, it was just—you could see. Inside. Yeah. yeah, I would too. If 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 no Rob, no Al, shit. I'm, I'm going to the cup every possession. Well, you can see how nobody's how, stop me. Right. Yeah, you can see how Lopez and, and like the bigs down there. That that's the effect that right. is gonna that that's the effect you're gonna see in the first round of these playoffs. So that's why when you talk about matchups, you know you want to end up playing against a team that doesn't have like a, just a big, you know, seven foot sort of. I'm not gonna say that Lopez is dominant, but he plays that style of just sort of like player, a though. bruiser down low. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. you know, at some point, like size defender. size down there matters for sure. So. Um, I want to say this, though. I got to give the Celtics credit because on top of everything, playing without some of their stars, second night of a back-to-back on the road. Um, you know, So I'm, I'm going to give them credit for that. This is a game that they showed up for. You know, the guys that got time, um, I thought, played hard. Um, I thought, you know, Jalen leading up to um, that costly turnover at the end there, I thought he had a gutsy performance. I thought, you know, um, White hit some big shots tonight. You know, that nice pull-up three in the fourth there. Um, he had another one. Um, Brown's block on Giannis was was really, you know, that was a classic athletic Brown play. Um, Pritchard had some big shots at some point. And even Hauser got in the mix early on. I mean, guys guys did everything they could tonight. And you're, you're playing against a team that a lot of people think is the most complete team in the Eastern Conference for, for a lot of reasons. So I give them credit, you know, and it sucks that the execution was the problem down the stretch. I know um, the commenters had a problem with calling that timeout um, off the missed free throw and, Maybe the Celtics could have gotten something off the break there and, and, and you know, got a quick two. But that's just lack of, I guess, I don't want to say communication, but, I mean, I guess just maybe that's an awareness issue where, hey, you know, like, yeah, it's a missed free throw, and t- typically you'd call a timeout there. But when it's – John, I can't hear you. When it's a loose ball, um, you know, see what you got. I don't know if, John, if you muted or if I just can't hear you. Yeah, you can't hear him at all. You can't hear him. can't hear him. can't hear you. Don't. The best point you've made all 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 show, by the way, John. The one that we can't hear. <laughs> you yeah, couldn't help yourself, me, could you, Jimmy? No, I couldn't. But that's know. you know that those yeah, are my take intro. those are my takeaways from this game, though. I mean, I'm not gonna get all bent out of shape over the loss. I know that it is an important one because you know these are the last. Here we come down. You know, there's one game left now for the Celtics on Sunday against uh, Memphis, and it's you know. It's almost a must-win. I mean, I don't know. It really depends on. It, see, I, I don't think it's. A I don't must know if it's win. a must-win, but Sherrod, hear me out. I mean, if if Toronto is still a team that you might, that you are still in line to play, and you don't know if you're going to be um, fully rostered for that game, then I feel like it's a must-win in that sense. Um, but you're right. I mean, I, I guess I don't know enough to to make that statement, but. Um, you want to go into the playoffs on a good note. You don't want to lose a couple games and play poorly. So I think. I didn't, they didn't play poorly tonight, but you want to show out on, on Sunday and put a good effort in. I think Memphis is going to um, – I think Memphis will will put a good effort in as well. Well, see, here's the thing, Jim, but Jimmy, here's the thing. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. The, the thing that we – I think we, we all agree on was this was a good effort by the Celtics tonight. Totally. Yep. And, and, and I think that'll be the case against Memphis. I, and, and to me, Jimmy, that's the, to me, two things you want to go into the playoffs doing. You want to go into the playoffs healthy, and you're going to the playoffs playing your style of basketball. And I think win or lose tonight, they played the way they wanted to play. 
It's just that they did not have the core guy. So I'm not my biggest concern at this point is health. Uh, because the way they're playing, the way they played the last couple of weeks, they are ready for the playoffs. There's, there's, I have no doubts about that. But are they going to be healthy enough? Uh, Jason Tatum getting tonight off was huge. I think Jalen Brown should, should frankly, I don't think he should play uh, in the final game. I wouldn't mind giving Grant Williams a night off as well. well what if, what if uh, Toronto's in play, Sherrod? What if Toronto's Grant in had play? One Which, you know what? What's that? C- control. I, it, it's Coach Peak, but control what you can control. You can't you control, can control that. You can control that. By playing your guys uh, and trying to win that game. Does that mean you're going to win? I mean, m- no, Milwaukee it means you just played their guys. Gotta, and they, gotta, they barely won. You got to put yourself in a position to succeed, though, at the same time. And I'm saying this. If you truly – if you run Celtic, the risk of guys getting hurt. Or run the risk of playing a Toronto Raptors team that just beat the Sixers tonight and would probably beat the Celtics if Jalen Brown and Al Horford aren't on the roster for three of those four games. So that's the risk you take. So – they know. I mean, listen. They know. We don't know. We're, we're, you know, we're guessing. I guess we're, we're, you know, stipulating here. But if that's truly the case, where there's a chance where if you lose, there's a chance where you end up in Toronto or you play Toronto for Series One. You, if you're the Celtics, you know if Jalen Brown and Al Horford are going to be in that game. And if you think, if you know they're not going to be in that game, you should be doing everything you can to win that to win on Sunday. You don't want to play them. I, I can't. If I, if I'm Eme, if I'm, I can't worry about. Oh, my God, I might not have all my guys for Toronto. I need to make sure my guys are healthy enough to play whoever the hell is on the other side. That has to be the focus. You can't worry about that other stuff. If that's uh, Jimmy. You if should worry about that. There's nothing you can do. Jimmy, can you control that at this point? What's the difference, Rod? You're either going to have them healthy or they're going to miss three games in Toronto. You might as well not be Jimmy, healthy anyways. If my team isn't healthy, it doesn't matter whether I've got everyone. I'm still not going to win. At least if, if I'm shorthanded, they are healthy. I still have a chance to win. I still have a chance to win if I'm not without those guys. What's well, the difference? Let's talk about whether they're healthy, yeah, that's true. Whether they're that's true. And, and plus, Jimmy, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, there's a difference, Jimmy. There's a difference between guys not being able to play in Canada and guys being not available the entire series because they got hurt against the Memphis Grizzlies. I, I see oh, what's wrong. okay. Well, you can, yeah, why'd they play tonight then? I mean, you could say the same thing. Why'd they play any time in the last You're thinking about weeks. unvaccinated guys like they're not going to be able to play the entire series. I mean, it does make a difference, but I would prefer if Al Horford didn't get hurt before the playoffs. If Grant Williams so didn't I, get hurt before the playoffs. So I mean, it's I, a fragile I mean, front court right now. I know, but there's the difference here. Is, the games, though. I mean, the, the difference here is if they're not vaccinated, it's a certainty they're not playing. And if Al Horford does the thing that he's done for 35 years of his life for one more day, it's still not likely yeah, right, he's going right, to get hurt. Right. So, like, yeah, like the yeah. two things aren't really comparable. Well, I mean, like, anything is possible, I mean, but like, I'll, I'll just wrap tonight, every but... player up in bubble wrap and don't play the last week. Don't even play tonight or don't play. Jalen's finger yeah. almost came off tonight, you know? Like, I mean, yeah. Let's I mean, talk about, well, hold on. Let's talk about where this puts us. Let's talk about where this puts us. Okay. So now, um, wow. Well, say, Siakam had a thirty-seven point triple double. Yeah. Damn. Okay. So third, Philly loses here in Toronto. Philly, if the Celtics win, they can't finish worse than third. They're going to win that tie break over Philly. They have to lose, and Philly has to win out for Philly to jump them right now. So. Um, the Celtics still control at least that portion of their destiny. If Toronto is something you still want to avoid, who knows? You lose to Memphis, Philly wins out, they're going to drop to four. Um, and that's just where there will be. Two is in play, but it's complicated because the tiebreakers with Milwaukee go down to division record, and you don't know what they're, what's going to happen over the next couple of games. But uh, you, 
the two is still technically in play because the Bucks could also lose two. But right now they feel like nestled into that three. So if that's where they want to be, and they, that'll end up with Chicago, which we all agree is a pretty good first round matchup, that's where they're going to end up. But that means Bucks most likely in round two. And that's what you have it. You can't really control it. You're going to have to beat these teams to get to the finals anyway. So it doesn't matter that much. You're hoping you play that Bucks team with, with Rob back. But I mean, based on what we saw tonight, again, even if you only have Tatum uh, and Horford back, you, you still have to feel pretty good about your chances. Yeah, I agree with and you. That's, and and that's, that's the big, to look like that's the big takeaway. You're starting to look like you're the three and the Bucks are the two. And I feel pretty good about this team going three, six against Chicago from what we saw the other night. And you just got a taste of it the last two games. And I feel pretty good about um, three, two against Milwaukee, even though they are, in my opinion, you know, the, 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 the class of the East. I don't know. You, you, you can't not feel good about it after tonight. And, and, and to me, the, the crazy part is that even though we, we give the Celtics credit for, for playing a good game tonight, it didn't feel like this group played a great game, and yet they were there. Um, without your two of your, the th- you know, top players, the threes they were fell. right there. Yeah, yeah. That, that was the big yeah. part of this. Right? The big part of it is the threes fell. Back to but, those, but those they were second timely. nights of the back they to were, the back. You, you, they you, didn't yeah. have much of a choice, but they didn't have much of a choice but to no. launch them threes because it's on a back to back. You don't have any inside presence. Yeah, that's do. true. You have that's no true. choice but to just become team shot chuck, yep. which is what they did. And they went in. And I'm okay with that. And it went in. Sam Hauser looked pretty damn good doing it, though, right, Sherrod? I tell you what, Sam, Sam Hauser, listen. Sam Hauser looked more comfortable on offense than Aaron Neesmith has ever looked in his time uh, for NBA. That's career. the. I'm not you, being sarcastic either. I'm not exaggerating. I didn't, like I didn't, I didn't want to bring up Sam and bring up Neesmith in the same sentence, even though it's hard to bring up Sam and not think about Aaron Neesmith. I got you, Sherrod. I got you. Got you. I appreciate you, though. I did it for uh, you. No, Sam was good. Sam. Sam did exactly what he's paid to do. You get out, you get your ass out there, you play solid defense, you knock down shots. That's your job. That is your job. And he did it. Yeah. Can you guys see Seven Jimmy or is he just a black cube right now? No, it's we three never we never see Jimmy. We just assume he's around. He just went, <laughs> he just went away. Oh, right now he's back. Now he's back. Look at that. Can okay. you see him? I see him. We can't okay. hear him, which is the best commentary he's had all night. I'll Damn, that. you couldn't hear me. I muted myself too. <laughs> I said I'm right here, bitches. Yeah, I'll repeat I'm a little myself. glitchy right now. <laughs> You're glitchy, John. Oh, that what you said? Thanks. John, John's out in left field. I'm back though. See you, John. Um, what did I just miss? Is Jimmy talking? Yeah, yeah. Yes, I'm yes. talking. I cannot. I can neither see. Oh, nor you hear. can't hear him, but we. Right, I'll, yeah. I'll see, get out and back in. Tell John I'll get him. No, because Jimmy you know, on my Jimmy end, and John are having you know, a you're staring at me. What if Jimmy get your Hauser? Get your Hauser take ready. All right. What if I jump out? Okay, he jumped out. Oh, he jumped out. Jimmy and John are clearly having some 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 disconnect issues here. So, people are saying Jimmy's a pixel. Jimmy's this. Jimmy's that. I don't know what to believe. But um, facts, my dog. Facts, my dog. People <laughs> in the comments are some some people are don't saying. Don't read the right, comments so, out loud. Read them in your head. I don't know what I just missed, but people in the comments are saying I'm right. People in the comments are saying I'm wrong for my Toronto take. Sherrod and Joe Sway. I know Sherrod, you're you're against me completely. Joe Sway, what's your what's your Take again. You you think that the Celtics should bench everybody on Sunday? Yeah, I mean not everybody, but some, something similar to what we saw tonight. Maybe the opposite, you know, something like that. I, I think it's it's just most, it's just important. I mean, look, this isn't the deepest team, regardless of what we saw from the second unit today. And I I just think Ime knows that, you know, so especially protecting guys in the front court. You know, you're not going to have Rob the entire first round. So yeah, I think, so, I think it's so. Let important. me ask you this: 
you think this makes this do you think this is good optics and i don't know if this is true but let's just assume that like some of the reports say that Jalen brown isn't vaccinated so you think it's cool that he sits on sunday the celtics lose and then end up playing playing the raptors in the first round where Jalen brown therefore can't play in that series you think that's a good look for like Jalen and the team and like all because i don't i think I mean, that would be pretty it's tough not look. a good it's not a good look, but that's the that's what Jalen signed up for. If that's what's going to happen, you know what I mean. Like he's he's had an opportunity to go out there and get that. You know, I, I, I like the uh, the tweet that Zan has put out. I, I think it was yesterday, the day before. It was like today would be a night, a great day to go get the JJ shine up. Like lining up, yeah. you know, lining up for that potential series. Yeah, like, yeah, you're gonna yeah. want to get that, you know, today or tomorrow, we, but very very soon. And yeah. he's right. And look, Jalen Jalen knows that. Jalen knows that knows the, uh, the the ridicule that he's in line for. If, if that does happen, you know he's really rolling the dice here. So I'm, I'm going to tell you the I'm going to tell you the nightmare scenario right now. They, of course they, you they, are. They dodge Toronto in round one, okay? They and they Toronto the, gets to the second round. No, to the conference <laughs> I was thinking that finals. <laughs> to the conference finals, and they're not ready for it. Because they're not count, they're not counting on it. They knock out no, they knock not. out the Bulls. They knock out the Bucks in Toronto. Upset, no, upset, they're and they're the waiting in the conference finals, they're and they're like, the "Oh shit! <laughs> oh no!" And Boston loses its freaking mind. Oh man, that city, would be John. John, that's your dream. John, that's John's dream scenario. He says it's oh, a nightmare. Man. It's actually a dream scenario. It's not. It's not. I root for stories, sure, but like yeah, that, that would be a story be and a half, man. That would be the end of the franchise. <laughs> that's M Night Shyamalan <laughs> twist right there. That's the end of the franchise. <laughs> All right, we want to tell you about our exclusive wagering partner. That is, of course, Bet Online. Bet Online, your number one source for all your betting needs, sports info, and odds. Find all the latest sports developments, including this week's odds for the Masters, which, of course, got underway this weekend, and the start of the Major League Baseball season. Bet Online, your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting, your favorite Vegas casino, and poker games. Super easy to get started, so join today. Learn why everyone is saying bet online. Fastest, easiest way to wager on all the popular sports and games. Once again, bet online. Head over to betonline.ag. Use the code CLNS50 for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That is betonline.ag, code CLNS50. Die hard. Split up the Jays. I don't care. John, Split them up. That's it. John, just so are you are you leaning on my side or are you leaning on on Sherrod and Joe Sway's side? Which when one? It comes to, when it comes to about resting, like prepare, like what? How you handle Sunday? I think they are not at all concerned with wins and losses or who they play. I think they don't care. So they're gonna do whatever they think is best. If they think they that's need, how they've acted. If yeah, they think they need acted. to get into rhythm for a game and, and play. I could see Memphis being first half starters, play it like you would, and then sit and it's friggin' Sam Hauser land in the second half. I could easily see that. Treat it like a preseason game. Wouldn't shock yeah, me. Something like that. You know? Yeah. Like, and because they talked about, Ime said it a few days ago. Not only is he looking for breaks, but he's looking for like breaks, you know, within breaks. So, like, maybe a guy sits a game, but maybe also he plays like 15, 20 minutes in a game. So, if I had to guess it, I think that's how they'll play Memphis. They'll come out. They'll play the first half, and then they'll just kind of let it go in the second. Let the other people play, and they'll sit it out and just cruise, and that's that. So you're going to accept whatever result you get off of the game like that if that's how they play it. I don't think they're going tooth and nail, fighting down to the wire and playing in a hard game, you know, 
I, I just don't think they they care enough to do that. Yeah, I, I think both everyone's in self-preservation mode. And you're right. You don't know if someone's going to get it. But you're talking about freak, goofy stuff. You jump for a rebound. You land on a guy's foot. You roll your ankle. You're out four yeah. weeks. Like, that stuff happens. So you, you want to get out clean for sure. So I bet you they play a little but not hard. And I wouldn't be surprised if Memphis kind of goes the same way. Like, let's throw our guys out there for a bit, you know, and call yeah. it a day. I think that's the yeah. best approach because you can't I think, game it. You can't game it. And yeah. it's a careful what you, you wish for scenario, you know? Right. Yeah. You game it to end up in one thing, and it ends up being the bat, the wrong thing. So you, you have no way of knowing what the right path is. At this point, I think they've played well enough to have confidence in themselves to play anybody. And – yeah, I think they're I think they're fine with it. I think if it was an obvious, there are some times where there's an obvious choice. I don't think it's that obvious here where what the optimal seating spot is. So they're just, just crazy. Gonna, like, whatever happens, happens. Sixers play at seven o'clock on Sunday as well. It's just kind of funny how it all because yeah. the Bucks play at three thirty. So you have an, you'll already know where they shake out by, by the time you you know, take the court, but the, the, you'll be, you'll be, everyone's going to be scoreboard watching on Sunday night, like the whole time. Uh, it's yeah. going to be interesting for sure. They yeah. might, they, they no, might, it, make, it, they might really, make all these it, guys active and only put them in if they, if, if they think they need to need to. Yeah. Cause I, again, I don't know what they want. Like, I, I mean, I guess the other question is forget what we want. What do you think they want? And like, that's kind of what I was answering is I think they don't care, but do you guys think they want an outcome? There's an outcome that they favor? No, I don't think so. I, yeah. they, they right now, they're the way they're playing. They're so confident that they, they don't give a damn who's on the other side. They feel they can beat them and they, they can beat them badly. And the reason they feel that way is because they've been doing that. I mean, a lot. Yeah. So their confidence is not going to be an issue with them. The, the, again, that's why I, I, and I keep, you know, hammering this home, they need to be healthy. That's literally the only major concern that they have at this point is health. They don't care right. who they're playing. They don't care about rhythm. They're in a rhythm right now. In fact, defensively and offensively, they're in a great rhythm because the, the defense has been great for the longest time. That offense is starting to come around, too, when you look at the shot making. That's one of the big takeaways from this game, the fact that they made so many damn shots. Uh, they're not going to be jacking it up like that going forward, but at least they know it's in them. It, they can have nights like that against really yeah. good teams like Milwaukee. So, yeah, um, let me. Uh, sorry, go ahead, Shrad, finish. Oh, you got it. You got it. You got I was it. just going to say, I, I got the scenarios in front of me. If we want to run through them real quick, I was just going to let you guys know. Basically, the way it yeah, goes now, let's see, let's if, if the Celtics win, if the Bucks go 2-0 and and the Celtics win, Bucks 2, Celtics 3. So they lose that. Milwaukee now controls their own destiny for that two seed if they want it, if they go 2-0. and uh, Bucks two and zero, Celtics oh, Celtics lose, and Sixers win out. Celtics fall to four. Okay, um, Celtics will also stay at the so three. Sixers have to win out. Okay, Six, yeah, Celtics will also stay at the three if the Sixers lose one of their two games, no matter what happens. So basically, Philly has to be perfect, and the Celtics have to lose for them to fall out of the three at least. Does for it the matter two, what the Bucks do or no? For the two, they need the Bucks to split. And them to win. And the Sixers, the Sixers have a back-to-back this weekend too, so that's that's key because all the other teams have, have already done their back-to-back. If I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, they're Saturday, so Sunday. If the, so if the Sixers split, the Celtics stay in the three spot. No matter what, so if Philly does not finish yeah. the season perfect, they have Celtics, to win both. Celtics are the, are at least the three. Celtics yeah. can be the two with a win and a Bucks split over the last two. Okay. 
So again, not, and because those Canada. games are played Friday and Saturday, you're going to know Philly may have already lost. So, you know, you're locked into the three at least. And the Bucks will, the Bucks will have played and you'll know whether or not you've got a shot or you won't, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, Philly, Philly's that. playing the Sixers. I'm uh, sorry. Philly is playing Pistons the Pacers and, and the Pistons, two yeah, teams Pacers that they should be. Two if they want to, absolutely nothing to but play you don't for. know when they go into rest mode. Cause again, each you don't, of but Embiid's still trying to play with this MVP and all this stuff. And... But the Bucks have a back-to-back tomorrow and the Sixers have it Saturday, Sunday. So you wonder, yeah. you know what they're going to do. Philly might, you know, uh, it's so they, they have to decide whether they want to go kind of balls out for this too. So, um, you know, the, the schedule is weird in that way because they have, you know, everyone's got a back-to-back somewhere where you think they're going to rest people. The Celtics, it was tonight. For the Bucks, it's tomorrow. And for Philly, it's Sunday. Well, Philly, we know that Thibel couldn't go to uh, couldn't go to Toronto um, yeah. to play. So they would if they stay in the fourth seed, they would be locked in with the Raptors. Yeah. So I wonder if that's going to play into their ideas of not wanting to go. I don't know. I mean, I'm just throwing things out there. Yeah, so that's where you're at. So you got a shot at the two. You, you're, the three seems... All of all the scenarios, it's the most likely. Unless you lose, Philly Philly wins out, um, which is possible. Uh, it depends. Yeah, I how think you that's that like game. very possible to be honest. Yeah, it depends I mean, how you play that game on Sunday. Yeah, um, right, and so, that, that goes back to our debate. Like, how do they want to play that game? Which, I mean, we'll find out. I mean, it's stupid to just go back and forth over and over, but I guess we'll find out. Like, if they suit everybody up, then I'll take a victory lap. If they bench everybody, then I want apology cam for Sherrod and Joe Sway. Simple as that. Let's do it, group. <laughs> Come on, really? <laughs> yeah, sorry, you guys have to answer. <laughs> or I think I just I think I read that backwards, but you guys get what I'm trying to say. Yeah, one I of guess. us is on apology cam on Sunday after the game for sure. <laughs> one of us, one of us, except John because he's he weasels his way out of apology cam all the time. I only did it because you you tried all year. First of all, you tried all year long to pin Kemba on me. <laughs> All yeah, year long, okay. Yeah, and that's why yeah. I hold out longer. That's what we do. Yeah, that's what you do. You had, you had like two back-to-back good games, and you were like, "Apology game, John." <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then, and then the following night, he had like seven points. Yeah. John's like, "This is why you have to wait for like." And you know, yeah, and you know what? I made, the, I, I made the mistake. There's video footage of me apologizing. You jumped in I'm early. Jump- John, don't forget, I was on your side. And then I was like, Kemba's back. I was wrong. Apology, Cam. And then, like, well, two weeks later, it was like, here we go. Did you, you end up doing it? Did, yeah, yeah did Jimmy it. did. And it was premature. Did, but yeah. Jimmy's Jimmy, Jimmy apologized. I wasn't as hardcore. Simply as because yeah. he thought Kemba would take about 20 games to get right. And he came out and he looked okay. You know? Yeah. Um, I, I, so that yeah. was his. I didn't know if we were ever going to. Yeah, exactly. That was mine. It was a different, slightly different take. Mine you was a long-term take. Mine was you were like, he's I'll cooked. apologize in five years. He's cooked, and you should have gotten out of that deal. Sell, sell, sell. You want nothing yeah. to do with this guy on your roster. That you know. Trade him for Al Horford. Trade him for cents yeah. on the dollar. It's, that was my take. Looking back, it's it's that it's it's amazing that they were able to make that trade. It's amazing. What's also amazing is I I know I, I was kind of waiting for Bobby to join to talk about it, but like most important trade of the year might be at this point might have been friggin' Schroeder for Tyson. Who saw that coming, right? Yeah, that's yeah. Right, for sure. That's yeah, that's actually they that's did my, they like did my second, guy Sh- second best move. They did my guy Schroeder dirty, but you know it, they it, did you know, for but the you greater need that. good. For the greater good. I'm at a sensory disadvantage. <laughs> for the greater good. Yeah. We lost Sherrod, man. What the hell happened? Yeah. I lost yeah, but John, okay. 
Bobby Manning we, is Bobby Manning is if, uh John, if we got into the DeLorean and went back a year from now with like this is this is what I think should happen, guys. They should just trade for Al, you know, Kemba, sorry, it is what it is, move forward. I don't know if you would have been excited about that. You probably would have said no. Like you probably would have said that there's there's no way OKC does that. Who knows? I you know. Yeah, that's a good point. Or yeah. or John would have been at that point where like, I don't care, just do it for anybody. <laughs> just get something for him. But yeah, I mean that was that was Brad's first move. Yeah. Um what did happen to Sherrod? Wi-Fi issues. Sherrod and Bobby are both in Milwaukee, so we'll hopefully get those guys back in a little bit. Um, you know, and again, um, you know, we know the scenarios now at this point, so we've kind of exhausted this. Um, I don't really know where else to go out of this because again, it's just I, I don't think they care anymore. I, I I'll ask you this. The the vaccine question kind of lingers in the air and we still don't really know. Um, you know, a lot of the reporting suggested that it might have been an issue. We don't know if it's been cleared up since. So, again, it's hard to talk about it without knowing things. But knowing that they kind of sat a bunch of guys tonight and a loss plus Philly wins could have put them into a position where they'd be at the four seed. It feels like they don't fear Toronto in round one, which, you know, might lead you to believe. I don't know if it leads you guys to believe that 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 I don't know what, those issues won't be issues. Yeah, I don't know. Because don't you figure they'd be they'd be they'd be trying trying hard as hell to to not fall into that four spot if they were worried about it. That's what well, I, I don't think, think they think. I I think the way when you say it that way, I think the way looking at it is if they're unable to if players are unable to go to Canada, that they could still win the series, and maybe that that you know that that could be true depending on who we're talking about, or or maybe even if it is uh, you know a featured player, but at the same time, it's just not a good look and honestly it's a bit of a distraction at the last the last yeah the, you know yeah. at the end of the season going into the playoffs like it's like the last thing you want for this team where everything and, has just been like positive yeah. altogether pretty much since the calendar year and for those of, those of the people listening or in the comments like bitching at us about talking about it this is a report in the boston globe stating that two starting players in the celtics are unvaccinated is that correct john yeah and That's we right. know we're, we're not yeah, Gary. yeah because we're, not, Gary. We're, we're not making this up or like we're not like just throwing this out there just to like talk about something like this is something that's been reported we're not reporting it we're talking about it that's what we do here on this show we talk about things from the game we talk about reports and so if you guys don't like it then go somewhere else but this is a conversation right now because it's important to the game and nothing we don't it's nothing to do with like real life whether you want to be vaccinated or not this is affects the boston celtics right if they have to go to toronto without two of their starters yeah which and are, are are pretty much thought to be Jalen Brown and Al Horford, then that could be process of elimination. Right. It's Brown and Horford. Tatum has uh, Tatum's publicly declared he's vaccinated, and the rest of the team played in Toronto last week. So you know that's all that's left. They're the only two guys. So that's it, yeah. and they didn't play. Tatum didn't, but he he's publicly declared it. So whatever it ha- we don't know because they could have cleared it up. You know the reason I tweeted that thing on April sixth because the earliest they can play a game in Toronto would have been April twentieth which means that's 14 days out from a single dose. Two weeks. And you could do that. Um, So that's why I was kind of like, today's the day, guys, you know, but we don't know. (laughs) Uh, Let me ask you this. That thing aside, because we can't talk, we don't know. And we won't know up until it happens or doesn't happen. We may never know. But do you think there's any world in which everyone's talking about seeding, like positioning again to play this, to play that? What's the ideal slot? The one thing for certain, if you if you punt on the two, you're giving away home court in round two. Is there any way you look back on this game and think, 
if they just started the starters and won this friggin' one, you haven't because yeah, if you end up two three versus the Bucks, but game seven's in Milwaukee, you're gonna look back at this game and be like, I should have started everyone, you know? Like it is a little cavalier to be with it at this point. I, I understand health is the issue, but might we look, you know, remember like Belichick in Miami and he rests everybody and they lose home field and they get and everyone's like, What is he doing? You know, like yeah. mm-hmm. I wonder if yeah. I wonder if people will react that way because I think people don't care deeply about it. But if you're gonna face the Bucks, I maybe you'd want home home court. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, that's a good point, John. But I also think that Ime was going into this one thinking that they could steal one, you know, and, and how much of a win that would resonate in the locker room compared to one that you win when everyone's available, right? I, I think he yeah. was looking at reaping the benefits of stealing one against this team, you know, a, a, a healthy Bucks team going up against guys missing the, missing the key players and everyone pulling pulling together. And, and him going to the locker room and saying, look, that's the mindset to have. You know, no matter who's out there, as long as we stick with the game plan, we can beat anybody. So it would have really helped. And maybe that's exactly what he's saying in the locker room now. You know, eh, mine's a few things down the stretch. We almost stole one, guys. And, and maybe this is something that, again, other guys will, will take a lot from. Like guys like Tice, guys like – you know, Peyton Pritchard, you know, guys like Derek White, who made some not so great decisions down the stretch, you know, like, I I think for those guys, this is more beneficial than it would have been if you have, if you go full strength and and you beat the buck tonight. I mean, if you're email, you have to look at it that way, you know, you have to try to get the absolute most from guys going into a first round matchup than as much as possible. Like, again, this isn't a deep team. And we know that, you know, he keeps that, that, that tight rotation. Again, I'm just throwing it out there because I, I, I have so, yeah. that like that comment is is stupid. Like people do care. Like if 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 two of those, <laughs> if, like that's just a stupid comment. No offense, exactly. No one Thanks cares. Watching. I mean, like, the Canada cares. The whole country cares. Uh, like you will pr- trust me. You will you care, will if, care. If, if it happens. Yeah. You will care. Like you know what I mean. So that's all. Like whatever. We have to talk about all the options here, all the possibilities. Yeah. Simple it's, as that. It's what's in front of that. It's what's in front of that. Well, the same guy, same guy with the Vax comment thinks Miami are sleepers, the one seed. (laughs) Yeah, look out for those guys. No one's talking about them. Watch out for that pesky one seed. (laughs) Yeah, they'll sneak up on you. They'll sneak up on you in the conference finals if you play them. (laughs) No one's talking about that pesky one seed. Jesus. Who's the best? Forget the Celtics. Remove the Celtics from the equation. Who's the best team in the East outside of Boston, outside of a full Boston squad? Is it Miami? We keep going around and around. Everyone defaults to Milwaukee. They're the champs. They have Giannis. Is well, it I actually yesterday? Is I it actually Miami? I mean, you can make that argument, but it depends which team shows up. I mean, you don't know. Right now, they're looking great, but you're not quite sure what team's always going to show up. I mean, Milwaukee. I feel Miami, like the defense. I don't, I don't know. It's tough. Uh, it Their is, rotation has I mean, also changed. I mean, I mean, you can flip a coin. It's Miami or Milwaukee. Duncan right? Robinson is not even in the mix anymore. But then you have Struss in there. He's fast right right now too. But I've I've gone over all over the place. I originally like when when the Sixers traded for Harden, I was like they might be the team to beat now. But I just don't think they're a complete enough team. And like Spo to me is just always you know this isn't a breaking news here, but Spo always has his guys ready to go in the playoffs. Yeah. So so it's hard to. Bet, it's hard to get a bet against the Heat because they take it up a notch. You know, I mean, they 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 took care of the Celtics two years ago, and everyone thought the Celtics were going to cruise past them. 
a lot of that was because of coaching. A lot of that was because, you know, Jimmy Butler did his thing and, and Rob couldn't handle Bam and um, Hero like kind of came out of nowhere and was like a star rookie there. Now he's getting hot again. He just dropped a career high, I think 35 a couple of games ago or a couple of days ago. And they're rounding into form. They had their drama. We talked about it on the show. They had their, their infighting there on the court between Spo and Butler and, and um, Haslam. And we had a couple of laughs at that, but that's nothing that's going to derail a team, right? I mean, they're going to, you know, they're a veteran team. They know what's at stake and they're going to be hard. They're going to be a very, very hard out. So um, I think if, you know, gun to head, I'm probably going to take the heat as the team to beat. Um, but if the Celtics can get Rob back, get out of the first round, can get Rob back. I've said this for a few weeks now. They can go toe to toe with any team. I'm not saying that they're the favorite, but there's no reason to bet against with, the Celtics if they're healthy. Uh, with Rob pre-injury, they were the favorite. They were. I, I they they no, literally they were, but it wasn't e- like a easily. Shoe-in. It was I, I not a shoe in because yeah. they're all really good teams. Right. But like you know. I mean, we, you know, as, as it just kept going on, the longer it went on, the way it was going on, you went from like, wow, they could make noise. They could get to the, they might be a tough out. They could get to the conference finals. Holy crap. They could win. And I'm not even like, a Butler fan. I actually think he's kind of a fraud, but they just play, they play good team basketball. Like they, they do, do they but I'm saying the Celtic, the Celtics pre Rob were the favorites. Course, yeah. I think very clearly they were, and but Rob, yeah, but I think the, the, the Heat did it for a longer stretch of the season. The Celtics were the hot team coming yeah. down the stretch, coming around the turn, you know, really getting, you know, like if you want to compare it to a horse race, like that was the Celtics and they just and had they taken lived, the lead and yeah. then they tripped and fell. The Heat had, the Heat were without Butler for stretches, uh, without Bam. They've you know, Without they've Bam for like six weeks. Yeah, yeah. Lopez, uh, you know, so they missed key guys. Too. These Again, teams have done it without their Celtics, stars for stretches. Yeah, Celtics was the inverse of last year. You know, they had incredible injury luck. After the beginning of the year when things were a little off and they didn't have their starting five all together at the same time because of various reasons. But from that second, from the second half of the year on, they were just rock solid up until Rob's injury. I mean, that was an incredible stretch and the, the teams they were playing were banged up, but you're right. Miami went through it. Uh, you know, Milwaukee's gone stretches. I mean, they didn't have Lopez for a long period of time. Uh, you know, Philly, you know, obviously with Simmons and then Harden joined and they were without him. Mm-hmm. I mean, the freaking, the freaking nets lost Durant goes down. And the, the reason the nets are where they are is Durant's knee injury. Durant doesn't injure his knee. They're the five seed or the, you know, like the, yeah, they're, they're, locked right, in. they're right in the mix. They lost 10, 11, you know, games there. Uh, they, I mean, they went in the toilet. Like Kyrie not playing home games too. Yeah. yeah. When, when they went, when he went down, so they could be much higher too. So a lot of teams dealt with a lot of stuff. You know, you everyone's entering close to healthy. You know, uh, Cleveland's not that great. Bulls aren't that great, but the top contenders are healthy. So uh, it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's going yeah. to be very interesting, and I expect the Celtics to compete. So, I mean, I'm I'm it's it's a tough question, and I don't even know if you guys. Did you guys pick a team? Did you pick the I'll Heat? Go Miami. Pick the Bucks? Okay. I'm, I'll go Miami. I'm back go and Miami. forth. I, I go I like go Milwaukee. Best I go Milwaukee all, all around team. I say I'd say Miami. I go Milwaukee because Giannis won. I love I love Holiday. Uh just a big yeah. game player. Uh and um I just Giannis won me over last year in terms of like that singular force. He was that unreal. Can do it on, yeah. He they can unreal. do it on his own. Yeah, that's fair. You know, all that's fair. Like, like you can't argue, you can't really argue one or the other. You know, you just make pick your team and you can defend it, but you can't but, say, "Oh, there's no way it's this team." 
You feel good about the Celtics against them, though. You really do. Yeah, and this is what I said yesterday. I was like, the Celtics have played the Bucs very well this season. Very yeah. well. I mean, to, and tonight, I mean, you can, you know, take whatever you want out of it. I mean, they, they win tonight with a full roster. Um, so... If I'm playing, if I'm the Celtics and I'm and I'm up against the Bucks in whatever round, second round, whatever, I'm not, I'm not laying down the sword. Like I I know I can compete with this team. I, I know I can beat this team. Right. So we'll see. They got to get out of that first round though. That's why I think Sunday is important. If you think Toronto's in play, because I don't listen. I mean, you're, again, you're 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 talking about two of the five starters here. Any team would. Suffer. I mean, let's face you it though. Jimmy's thinking about Jalen. Just say you're, you're thinking about Jalen. Like if it's not Jalen, I don't think he was. You're, you're not as concerned. Or am I wrong? Of course. What do you mean? Okay, yeah, right. like it's Jalen and Al. This is about Jalen. Yeah, you need those players to. I mean, Toronto's playing well, well man. They they just they just took down the Sixers tonight. Like they're playing good yeah, basketball. I think, and I think we got to take Al at his word, right? He said that he's going to be ready to play anywhere, unless he's a, unless he's a liar. He's the one that's going to make himself look like look bad out there look foolish so maybe it's wrong going, yeah, you know, we yeah. don't we don't know but but obviously right. Jalen's the one you're most you're most concerned about he said yeah, i'm going to be i'm going to be able to be ready to play it's, it's like i said it's barely english like it's just <laughs> yeah, barely a real he sentence. won't he won't he won't just say if he if he has it or not he's just like, <laughs> right i will be ready i am vaccinated and therefore eligible Any, to play to in play Toronto. anywhere Oh, like, are you that. vaccinated? Can't I will be play. able to be ready to play. <laughs> I'll think of something. I like that. Like. I'll think of something. <laughs> I'll cross that bridge when we get there. It's like, yeah, no, I mean, you gotta cross so, that listen, now. Like, you, got two way, you, you think I want to sit here and try to like decipher coding? I don't. I wish I could just say, yeah, it's either a problem or it's not. But these guys force us to try to deduce when- something out of this. So, yeah, here we are. Yeah. When people I'm answer, not, I'm not accusing yeah, anybody when, of anything, I just don't know. When people answer mean? yes or no questions with anything other than yes or no, typically they're hiding something. Like something that's just that, how it yeah. goes. Oh, <laughs> speaking of hiding something, he came. He, he came out of the hiding. Everybody, <laughs> what Ooh. up, Bobby? Wait, can we hear him? You got me. I got him. Did he let himself in? I got him. I got him quietly. You guys hear him? Yeah, really quiet. Gotta turn it up. There we go. Oh, there there he we is. go. Hey, All right, Bobby. let's do this. Fun game, encouraging effort, good seeding result overall here, it looks like. Uh, I wanted them to go for it here. Kind of bummed they sat Tatum. I don't think they really needed to do that, although who knows if he if he really needed it pain-wise. Why not? But I wanted to see them go for the win here. They still did a relatively good job. I'm glad they played Jalen. He did a ton toward winning until late when they broke down as an offense, and Fortunately, Philly loses. So you're looking at three right now. More likely than not. I feel like the most likely matchup we're going to see round one is Celtics Bulls. You got to feel good about that. Still an outside chance. Bobby's going to go. Sorry, go ahead. I'll I'll, I'll say it after. (laughs) Yeah, still still an outside chance the Bucks split it and the Celtics win that game. And Boston can still get two with the tiebreakers here. It looks like, although I'm kind of iffy on that i saw someone tweet that i'm not sure i buy it just with the conference standings and everything whatever most likely matchup chicago boston that's that's where you're at i think you feel good about that going to milwaukee round two is the tricky part but 
at least you're going to breeze through a round one, it feels like, if you play a Bulls team. So I, you got to like how everything fell into place tonight. See, I, I, I don't think you're going to cruise. I think you'll, you'll win the series, but you're going to have to fight. I mean, DeMar DeRozan is a legit MVP candidate. Zach Levine is a 20-25 point per game score. Vucevic is a, a very good player. You start looking at their team, they don't suck. They don't suck. They don't suck lately, the though. The, should the Celtics win the series? Yes, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go so far as to think that they're just gonna be a cakewalk. I mean, to me, there's only that's one team right. that's in a playoff position right now that's a cakewalk, and that's Cleveland. That's the only team you can look at and say they should get smashed by any other team in the postseason. Yeah, I think. Yeah, Bobby. I, I, I agree with you, spent, you spent 48 hours in the shy. You, you, you <laughs> like that already. Yeah, Yo, you won't. You, you won't go like back. You won't go back to the shy and say that I know that, but I agree with, <laughs> I agree with Sherrod. Like DeRozan I talked to a lot of angry fans like, uh, yesterday. DeRozan has, you know, he's got a lot of pride, and, and he's had an MVP level season this year. You think he's just gonna just roll over and die? I don't Did you guys so. watch I mean, the game yesterday? I like Levine. Yeah, we I watched did. the game. We watched the game. We we yeah, saw we saw what happened for sure. And the well, Celtics, the Celtics definitely came out hard, and they they kind of sucked the life out of them. But it wasn't a playoff game too. So I, I think you know you gotta you gotta take that into consideration. I know the Bulls are gonna be without Ball. They were also without Caruso, who should be yeah. um, in the playoffs. So it's not gonna be a cakewalk. The playoffs are rarely, rarely a cakewalk situation. Um, and Chicago is a tough city to play in. They're hard nosed team. I already mentioned some of the players who play hard basketball and are, are very talented, all star um, level players. So that's not gonna be just roll the ball out there and, and for four games and four oh series, but I could see a sweep. I think the Bulls are really reeling right now. And you know, they play isolation. They're, they're not on the right tr- they're not trending right. You're right about that. They're not yeah, I, it's it's you know, it's not Cleveland. I'll agree with Sherrod there. Who knows if Cleveland's gonna get out of that play in. But of all the teams you're more likely to see, they're probably the one you want round one. I think that's an interesting path after that, having to go through this arena we're sitting in right now on the road against this team that just looks so complete and dominant when they want to turn it up. But who knows? Maybe catch some breaks with a Bucks net series round one, and those teams just kind of beat each other up for seven games, and you're getting a weakened opponent at the end of it. So, Again, I feel really good about how things are lining up right now. You're probably not going to fall to four. You're probably not in that Toronto situation at this point, which I was very keen on avoiding yesterday. So Chicago-Boston, I'd I'd predict the sweep. I think the Bulls are just defeated from the Lonzo injury. Vucevic is dropping passes, shooting 3-19 and in games. Zach Levine doesn't look healthy to me. That looks like a team that's just kind of going out hurt, and it stinks because they were excellent to start this year. But that's just sort of how I look at Chicago. You can win on Sunday, and the Bucks win this out. You're in a good position, seeding wise. Bobby, what are your what are your thoughts? Unless you just said it and I spaced out. What are your thoughts on what the Celtics <laughs> on what the Celtics should do Sunday if if Toronto's in play? Are you concerned about a Toronto series? He Absolutely. wasn't paying attention to what the hell you were saying, Bobby. He wasn't paying attention. To <laughs> he wasn't. I wasn't really listening to you. Apparently, he wasn't yesterday. Wait, you guys, either. come on. I'm not sure. Come on, I'm not man. Sure that's, that's, me. that's calm. That's calm one on one. All right, that's sports journalism one on one. You gotta listen. Otherwise, I'm you're gonna sure. ask a question that you shouldn't shouldn't be asking. I wouldn't oh, yeah, we know that. Jimmy hasn't heard. If I don't call Bobby <laughs> out on something, Jimmy hasn't heard a thing he said all year. 
<laughs> That's not true. That is not true. I'm a big Bobby guy. No, we got a single thing. Jimmy. We got a quiz, Jimmy. Homeschool Jimmy. We got a quiz him at the end. <laughs> Comprehension. Sorry, I wasn't test. taking notes, everybody. My All they teach him in homeschool is how to I'm... read the chat on his phone. No, I wrote it in my diary yeah. last night. Bobby said a very smart thing on the show tonight. Dear diary. Unless, <laughs> unless you didn't pay attention the whole last game, Jimmy. You know how I feel about Toronto. I'm scared of I know, them. But, I am. But, but yeah, about, Bobby yeah. loves Toronto. Right. I, I do know that. I have a lot of respect wonder, for that. I mean, look at how they came out and beat up Philly tonight. They just do not care who they play. They're going to throw doubles. They're going to send defenders out of nowhere. They're going to do wild stuff with that defense and muck the game up. And that's really where you see the Celtics get into trouble here against another good defense in Milwaukee late in this game. They get stagnant. And that was the problem. I don't know how much you guys talked about the game in that late fourth quarter situation. But again, annoying. I know my- I know everyone's not there, but this seems to be the issue for this team. If it's tight, if it's close late, the execution really wanes. And they weren't worried about it. Listen, no Tatum, no Rob, yeah. blah, 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 blah. But it's part of a trend we've watched all year. And they haven't fully emerged out of that one defining issue. I don't know if it's defining anymore, but it's the it's only close blemish. enough to be. It's the yes, Achilles heel. It's the only it. blemish. It is. Yeah. 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 Fourth quarter late. The ball stops yeah. moving in close games, and they just shut it down. And it's the same thing. They froze on 121. It's 121, 118, and they get outscored 9 nothing over the final 230. And that's right. that's December stuff. You know, like, that's the stuff that drove you crazy. It's just they just stop. They, how many games did they score? Two points over the last six, zero over the last 430. And that's what happened here. Of course, you're missing key players. But, again, you've got – the best you had out there and guys you will count on in late and critical situations, smart white Jalen, and they just didn't get it done. You know? Yeah. I lost Bobby. We lost lost Bobby. Oh, that's sad. No, (laughs) to me, Jalen was the big disappointment only because the position that Jalen was in was exactly the position that he should have been in this game. And he didn't deliver. Uh, And that's disappointing. Yeah, that, that's disappointing because this this could have really been a signature win. I mean, if they would have won this game, they would have to go in the top five wins of the season easily. Yeah. Bobby, you oh, might yeah. even come back because we couldn't hear you, bud. Yep. Yeah, no question. If they win this game, this is the one that we look back on during the playoffs saying, look, remember that game when, trust yep. me, these guys can get it together without Tatum, you know what I mean, or in stretches when Tatum is not out there. And, yeah, I mean, I thought obviously the triple-double, the, the way everything was going for Jalen, yeah, it was disappointing, especially because the Celtics had a two two-possession lead. And they just couldn't score for the last four minutes. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. You still with us, Jimmy? Cosine. Agree <laughs> completely. I'm gonna let Bobby back in so he can have words a, right out of my mouth. So Bobby can have his say here about what he liked about the game. I want to ask him about. I'm surprised he hasn't said anything about Cornette. Tice. Because <laughs> Cornette wasn't that great. Tice yet. for him. <laughs> yeah, we haven't talked Tice yet, Bobby. Other than the bunny he missed, he had a good game. Oh my oh. god. Well, okay. Was, we we, so we can't talk about Tice without starting with that missed bunny at the rim. That kind of well, you, but you know what that was about though, right? He knew somebody was, was behind him he and stuff exactly. himself. Yeah. Exactly. And and that, and that to me again, that, that's where yeah. you miss a guy like Rob. Williams. That's where you miss a guy like Rob because Rob does that to yeah. at least three or four guys every single game where they will miss every a shot. Game. Not because, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Rob would have just that shadow. 
Tice was like, yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and block myself, so you don't have to do I that. I mean, me. you know, I mean, Tice clearly saw the video of, of DeAndre Ayton get his stuff, you know, pinned on the glass by Giannis and thinking, like, I'm not being posterized defensively by him. So let me just get the shut up really quick. And that's – you, you yeah. can't do right. that. You can't take short so, yeah. so, so, yes. That kind of sums well, up the last, like, two minutes. Just panic. Like, panic yeah. basketball. Well, look, yeah. but let's – that's the bad – they're nowhere. They're not anywhere near this game. If Tice didn't play the way he played, though, yeah, I, I love right, the confidence right. that yeah. I love the confidence that he was shooting with. I mean, he. I, we've seen so many games where he would have a lot of these same looks, and he would just keep the ball moving, swing it to someone instead of just raising up when there's literally no one guarding you. I got. That's what they're I, supposed to do. I do have a concerning stat when it comes to the clutch time. Their record now, thirteen and twenty-two. That's twenty-nine. Only team that's worse is Indiana. Yeah, but the good news that is that is a um, stat and a half. The good news is Bobby is uh, playoff games aren't close, so they'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah nothing to worry about there. Since yeah. the new year, that I think it's tough. still a losing record. It's it's the one concern you want to see Seven them and eight. So that's why, they've been a, a lot they've of been a little bit better. Blowouts. Yeah, that's why been, like that's why you love a game like the one they had uh, against Brooklyn at the Garden on on that Sunday. You know, to, punch for punch, and then they execute better late. And when you get those, you remember them. Every other win you've been celebrating for the most part has been just stomping on people. So again, they've done that, and to their credit, they haven't let their foot off uh, off people's necks. You know, like those. There have been times before where they get out to big leads and then they let the team come back and then they would get into these fourth quarter situations and they would melt down. They're yeah. not letting them back into it, but you're just not going to expect blowouts in the playoffs night after night. So you've got to play better in close games. There's no question. Yeah, about it. And, and and fair point from the chat. New Year, it's seven and eight. So that's better. Still not great. Yeah. Because don't forget, a lot of their wins haven't been in clutch. They've just been murdering teams. Blowing yeah. teams. Yeah. So good news is in terms of the seeding situation, just going back to this real quick, you know, as we said, uh, Milwaukee, you know, uh, you know, Milwaukee. Have you figured and, it out, John? Yeah, no, I, I, I know exactly what it is. But basically, Milwaukee goes 2-0, and oh, and they're the two, no matter what. But the good news is both Milwaukee, Ooh, Milwaukee Brooklyn. Milwaukee Sorry, will have yeah. played both of their games before the Celtics um, play on uh, Sunday, which means they'll know if the two is in play. So if they want it, they can go get it. Also, if Philly loses um, Saturday before their game on Sunday, and they tip off 7 o'clock on Sunday, but if they lose Saturday, um, the Celtics will know the three is already secure. So That's a great will, point. Their fate will be more – clear before they tip off they'll know if the two is in play or not and they'll know whether they need to win it all to get the three there's a chance if philly loses and milwaukee has already won twice they're the three no matter what and you don't have to do a freaking thing on that game so they they will have some clarity there and they'll and have you're playing memphis who's yeah. the, key, the key will start on saturday when philly plays yeah Indy. that's the first philly one. wins that's the first domino and Milwaukee tomorrow. No, Milwaukee tomorrow. If Milwaukee, Milwaukee loses tomorrow, tomorrow, that opens the door I'm already. thinking about the four seed options. That's what I was thinking. Milwaukee, Milwaukee loses tomorrow. That opens the door for the for the whatever. If they win, then they'll still play again Sunday before you play. So, again, you're going to know a lot before you take the court next. They, with this three-day break, because Philly's going to have another game. Milwaukee's going to Milwaukee's going to have two games before you play. Um, yeah. So, you'll know whether you're already locked into the three, you need to win to get the three, or you need to um, – you know, when to potentially get the two. So you're, I mean, you're still obviously four is still in play here. Um, That's enticing. So yeah, four is in play. 
Philly needs to win out for that to happen, though, right? Philly so. has to win out, and you get to lose. Yeah, but those are the scenarios now. That's kind of where they're at. But like I said, there will be some clarity, so they get an idea what they what they need to do if they if they want it when they get there on Sunday. And on the Philly front, Thibault didn't go to Toronto, so they're dealing mm-hmm. with the vaccination thing. Yeah, right? we mentioned they that earlier. That. Yeah, so. They'll be fighting, I'm sure, to get out of that series. It's crazy how it's lined up. And Toronto's a tough team, as they showed again tonight. It's like a battle to avoid Toronto now, I feel like, rather than Brooklyn. Bucks don't seem scared of Brooklyn, huh? I like how he was listed on the injury report, which is not eligible to play. In Boston, we call that tendinopathy. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was personal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's personal. <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> not getting vaccinated is we refer to that as tendinopathy we're wicked smart here you know tendinopathy we go to old hockey rules it's a medical body injury term. yeah yeah, yeah. Oof, so many scenarios term. yeah um no so again that we'll know it we got a couple days off we've got about an hour we'll wrap it up you guys got closing thoughts here Just um, over. yeah go ahead jimmy I'll just go quick. I, I said it off the top. Uh, I'm very happy with the effort tonight. Second night of a back-to-back. Um, no Tatum, no Al, no um, Time Lord, obviously. Um, Bobby, to your to your point, the execution down the stretch was a little troubling tonight in the clutch. Um, but I, I still give him you know, a little bit of a tip of the cap for, for fighting against the Bucks. I want to see everybody out there Sunday. So that's that's what I'm going to say. And Ime did indicate post-game he wants to get them a run on Sunday. So I wouldn't be surprised. He doesn't want them to go all those days without playing up until next weekend. So I think he's pointing toward that. And I agree, Jimmy. The effort was outstanding. I think everybody looked at this game and what they had and said, it's not looking great. I know Sherrod said that. Um, they competed like crazy against a great defense, possession for possession, excellent passing. Another game where they were pretty much assists for basket, uh, which is a trend since Rob went down. Like they're continuing to just pile up the assists here. Excellent ball movement. Uh, Jalen at the point of attack early set a great tone in that regard. And Smart, one of his better games all year, and he's had a ton of them. So everybody's playing well. Smart said he feels as good going into a postseason as he has in his career physically. They're healthy outside of Rob. Things are lining up well. And I just think back to our show yesterday, this team is in a higher level of play than we expected right. them to be without Rob. My final thought well, is, real quick, everyone's mad we're not talking about so smart, so someone talk about smart. He gets the brony. He okay, gets the brony. That's the brony. Oh, yeah. We didn't say his name until he, right now. He, is, he, he gets the brony. He was so solid. He was so solid. He was. It just got lost in the end of the game. He was great. Tice was great. They were they were all he was great. I mean he yeah. man he played he played he the way you have to play when you're two of your top three players are down. Yeah. Someone's gotta step up, someone's gotta make shots. Marcus, Marcus loves these and, games. And to, well, you know, the thing yeah. that he does is when he gets when he finds a spot that's just a good flow rhythm spot, he's trying to jack shots from that spot all night. And it was top of the key. They for whatever reason, Bobby Porters gave him just enough space. Where he could launch yeah, that cool. shot, and he was killing it. That was his shot. Mm-hmm. So love what I saw from Marcus Smart, but I don't want to see that when you got the whole team together. Well, that's By the a way. Block. It was great tonight. It was a it was a great show tonight. Great show tonight. Love he it, did love it against. It. He did it against Toronto as well. The guys are out, and Marcus was like, but "You know, he goes to Ime. He's like, so I get to shoot thirty times, right?" And Ime's like, "Yeah, I guess so." You know, like. <laughs> well, see. 
See, that's what I was gonna say. If, if, without looking at the box score, without looking at the box score, I would have guessed he chucked up twenty. But what do you do? What do you do? Uh, what was this? Three of no, ten of sixteen. Yeah, that's yeah. Not bad. This was efficient. He shot twenty six. Yeah, that's efficient. He Seven shot twenty six times against Toronto. Okay, so this was yeah. this was. But you had Jalen tonight, you know. Dude, yeah. by the way, the dude hit seven threes. I mean, I know. Exactly. Love, and and I still had seven he assists. Still he had seven attacking. assists. He kept attacking the rim. Yeah. It wasn't like he was just seeking out threes. Yeah, this is good, Marcus. And the block on Giannis when when he blocked Giannis Ooh. his put back. That's when I said, all right, I talked all about doubt, that. I want credit. All doubts out about the defensive player no. of the year. I, <laughs> and he had another weeks. block too that they called a foul. That there was, a, I thought it was a clean block. He had another one too. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, we were looking at that as an outside chance, and I, it just, he's such a prohibitive favorite. It's so hard to believe. We were talking about him declining last year, and he's defensive player of the year. No, like, not just last year. Him. He was declining in the first 30, 40 games of this year. He was playing worse than he had played the year before. Like, I mean, on the defensive end. You no, know, for sure. But offensively, he had dipped badly, you know, like – across the board he was just bad but you're right the defense yeah. last year we, we we pinned that a little on injuries he had that calf thing up and down you know yeah. a little bit as well but we i mean that's just i don't want to say it changes his career but it's a feather in the cap you join the matumbos and the you know rodman types and those guys draymond green rudy like the great defenders all the time you're in that club and that that brings him from being a guy who, all right, really good defender, you know, one of the best defenders in the league. Now you're talking about one of the best defenders of all time. I mean, what a credit oh, to his career. Come wait, on. Wait, wait, you don't wow, think he enters that club with a defensive player of the year? No. Let me see what happens when you bring up Marcus. No. See what happens when you bring up Marcus. He's had a great year. And, and, and I, Why you know, can't we do this I, without hyperbole? <laughs> when you win a defensive player of the year, that's like an MVP. It means you had a great year. Because Bobby, Bobby's been here for seven year. minutes. That's why, John. All right, he just got it. It means you had a great you, year. And he's had a great year. And, and Marcus deserves to be defensive player of the year. I, we, 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 at Bleach Report, we all had to vote for I'm on know. it. He better. I agree. And he I, better get and he's it. my guy. I, I absolutely believe he deserves it. But are you, you're saying that are, am I ready to put him on the same pedestal as like a Gary Payton, as like a Ben Wallace, as like you you know, have all to. these guys that have won the – Bobby, you don't have you to. Don't Draymond have Green. To. You literally <laughs> do not have to. Bobby, if Draymond Green doesn't get hurt, he wins it unanimously this year, okay? So he's winning it in a year where the, the four best bigs cancel this each other is the out. Year, yeah. This is the year where he should get it. There, I, and I, I, will oh, yeah. not, I, I will not argue anything. All the stars are aligned for him to get it this year. He absolutely deserves to get it this year. I'm with you, but, too, but I don't think it makes him the best defender of all time. No, that's a, he's among the greats. Lonzo Morning, Matumbo, Peyton, Matumbo. I mean, those names. Those are names. You, look, all I'm I know, saying I is Marcus, you're gonna look Marcus at the list. Some- you're gonna look at the list, and Marcus Smart's name's gonna be on it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, his, his name is gonna his name is gonna be on that list once. Those guys have been on that list multiple times. That's the difference. Yeah, They're great the because they did it over and over and over again. They were the best defensive player in the league. Repeatedly, Marcus, I think, is the best defensive player this year. If he has another year like this next year, and then another one after that, then now, now then up. we got a conversation. Bobby, then I, Bobby, then I will be. We would have that. never even, com- we would have never even comprehended him winning one. I mean, Bobby, you, you get to that. I, instead, of, instead of instead of us celebrating Marcus Smart's <laughs> unbelievable defensive season, because he's you having are, a great you are year. making us like criticize the fact that he's not like an all time. Like, yeah. can we just talk You're about how make, great of a year he's had? 
Bobby, you, you, you shut the fuck up. the convo. Right? Now so, we're all shitting on Marcus Smart. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's going to tell us to shut the fuck up. Again. Stop it. Stop it. Remember, we, we very... I caught up. I caught up with Marcus in LA, man. Yeah. These are cool now. So Gerard and I, Gerard and I are both <laughs> clearly endorsing Marcus for Defensive Player of the we Year. And I have been Absolutely. Forever. I hate the Bigs win it. I always think you should give it to perimeter players. I thought Simmons should have won it last year. Uh, I would vote Marcus this year if I had a vote. But again, as Jimmy said, we're forced to have this conversation now. (laughs) I I mean, why not? If Marcus Marcus stacks these, Bobby, if Marcus stacks up a few of these at least, yeah, you can start having a conversation. Why does he need a few? As soon as you get one. Because Because that's what the great ones do. That's yeah. what the great ones do. That's just like what the discussion the... for a few It's so funny. That. I got people in the chat saying the smart hate is out of control. Every one of us loves Marcus Smart right now. Yeah. No, he's, no, he's if, if he doesn't off. win defensive player of the year, it's it's robbery. Let me like Bobby, year, let me no ask question. you a question. Bobby, let me ask you a question. In all seriousness, we all agree with Steve we all agree with And that. he's not gonna win it, and it's not robbery. He's probably not gonna win it, but that's fine. Smart? What? No, he's gonna win it this he's year. He's gonna win it. I think I think he's gonna yeah, I think he's gonna win it this year. Yeah, he's yeah, a favorite go ahead. right now. Well, go ahead, Sherrod. Uh, well, he's up there. I Bill think he Russell should. I don't think he will. He's a great player. Can we all agree that Bill Russell is a great player? Can we yes. agree? Is, is, is Steve is Nash in the same category as Bill? Is Steve Nash in the same category as Bill Russell? Even John, though you answer more, that. <laughs> no. You, Based off what? <laughs> MVP I awards. I get what you say. <laughs> I mean, you would, you, you, that's you even more of it. You wouldn't say Steve Nash is one of the all-time greats because he's won a couple of MVP awards. When you compare him, you say he's right. But it's with true. The it's the same the Chamberlain's outcome. The... He's yeah, one I'm of the greats. Say... Steve Nash we'll, is one of the greats. We'll get Jelso on here for Bill Russell talk. All right. <laughs> I mean, you consider Smart the era, the way in which he plays, the versatility, and just his role within. You know, I heard Zach Lowe say it: a historic defense here. That's a historic tip of the cap you know feather in your ear whatever you want to call it. like he is joining the greats here on this end of the ball i mean why why does smart make the big bucks he's one of the best defenders in the league and now he's joining a club of the rudy's the greens the Kawhis, the people from this era who established MJ, themselves as the great defender every single one of those people you named bobby has won multiple awards that's what i don't yeah. understand why is that? Yeah. Why, everyone you're naming has done this repeatedly. And that's no knock against Marcus because I think he has been shafted for a lot of years. I think he should have been in the conversation. Yeah, like Bobby. But the, the, reality, factor, the guard. But the, the reality, guard but the, but Bobby, but the reality is they won that award. Yeah, he's in a class oh, with guys who are contemporaries now, like Drew Holiday, Matthias Teibel. All of these guys are really good defenders. He's in you know, a Teibel class? Of course oh, he is. Teibel, now we're starting to he's disrespect Smart. He's, He's better than Matisse. He's better than he's, he's better. I, he's I got, he's, he's made a one. he's made a few teams. He made a few Who teams. Made, wait, but which one of those let me ask you, Bobby. Bobby, Marcus is much better than Tybal. Which of those two made a defensive all defensive team Doc last year? Just said, Doc just said he can't play Tybal. Which of those, those two made offense? all defensive last year? I forget. He missed he missed a year, John. He missed Give me a break. <laughs> But he was making teams before that. I understand but that. But you did, Bobby. This is the point I'm trying to make. He has risen above these guys. He has risen above the contemporaries here to the great. You think, you think he's on a different time. level than Drew Holiday? He has risen. Drew should be in that conversation. Easter's coming up. I, I understand. What I'm saying is, Bobby, there's 
there's a handful of these guys. There's five, six, seven, eight, ten, fifteen of these guys. They're all in the same kind of class. Marcus is one of them. He's one of the five, six, seven, eight best. See, that's where I disagree. Non-big guy defenders of his era. There's quite a, there's a there's a lot of them. Yeah, and like I said, Draymond, Giroux, Kawhi Leonard. There's a lot of guys there. It's not a disservice to Marcus to say that. There's just no reason to put him among the all-time greats because in a year where the Defensive Player of the Year got hurt. 50 games into the season and Marcus might sneak in and win it. That title puts him immediately such in the a class. Misrepresentation. Smart keyed. And listen, I'm a Rob guy, but Rob got hurt. Smart keyed. I got hurt a week Rob, ago. One of the great, one of the great defenders. Well, you know, I would have been pushing for Rob if he didn't get hurt, but now smart. He's got the I'm, and here. Rob but just got happen. hurt, and now but, Smart's the greatest Bob, And I'm pushing for Smart that doesn't for this happen. year. I that am. doesn't happen when you're talking about an all-time great. It doesn't matter who the hell gets hurt around him. They're one of the all-time greats. That's who you rock yeah. with. And, well, and, you, and you, just, you just said right there that if Rob didn't get hurt, that's who you'd be pushing for. And I'm saying yeah. to you, Marcus is one of the best defenders of this era. I, I absolutely agree with that. But when you're talking about the lineage of great defenders who played in the NBA – his body of work just isn't at that level. And that's no knock against him. It's He's not. Great that's why, why are you making us do this, Bobby? It's, it's I think it's if you late. put all the context in the play here, he we'll is at that level. Oh, we'll get her out. All right. We'll see what the chat thinks. That was a heck of a final thought. Yeah. When all those fails, go to the chat and see what they think. <laughs> Bobby. Listen, you look at the... You look at the context of his career, making up for the Isaiahs of the world, the Kyries of the world. The Kem- There's a lot of stuff he's had to do that has hit his own statistics, mm. his own reputation on that end, even the amount of all defensive teams he could make because the Celtics weren't the best defenses in the league. Now you build a defense around him and you put up a historic season on that end. That's when you put yourself up in that echelon to me. And you look at well, the Bobby, list of names. I go- Bobby, I go back to your own words when you said that you would be pushing for Rob instead of Marcus. That doesn't happen when you're talking about an all-time great. You can't, you can't, det- you can't detach yourself from. Well, Marcus is one of the all-time greats, but I would have been pulling for Rob for this. Right. That that, that doesn't right, make sense, right, Bobby. Right. right. No, that doesn't make sense. You guys and, and again, wanted Rob. It was Rob always a second team. Congratulations, you played yourself. Team. You wanted us to talk about Marcus, you bastards. <laughs> yeah, it was, I blame I blame I blame one comment. This is your fault. Your fault. He's yeah, the one yeah. eating popcorn right now. The guy who made that comment. And, like, and, and the, one, but the one thing, the, the one thing that, but the one thing that we're all yeah, agreement on is that up. Marcus is an exceptional <laughs> defender. He's one of the best defenders in the game right now. I don't think that's even questionable. But the issue Bobby raised was as if he's one of the all-time greats, and I just don't think Bob, Marcus's body of work is at that point. And to and Bobby again, I'm using literally using your own description of you will be pulling for Rob. Which I can tell you right now, if he's one of the all-time greats, that's not going to happen. All the years that Gary Payton was in Seattle, no one was ever going to be pulling for a Sean Kemp or someone else to be the best defender, even if they had a great year, because Gary Payton was one of the all-time greats. That's what happens. That's how that works. It was a tough call. It was a tough call. I went back and forth a bunch of times, but the reason I leaned Rob was because he took it to the next level. But you even hear what Rob's saying, the communication – all the core principles of the defense. Both Sherrod and I. Switching. I hope he makes Sherrod all second I, team. I hope he makes all second For Marcus Smart, for Defensive Player of the Year, and I, I, and I, and and I'm confident in it. I absolutely yeah. give the vote. We got to stop pretending that we're both sure, not. We, that we both don't think he's the he's 
worthy of defensive player of the year. We're literally I've li- I've literally put it in print yeah. <laughs> that he's the guy that I think. You can go to Bleach Report right you can go to Bleach Report right now and see our defensive yeah. player of the year votes and you'll see that Marcus Smart is the guy that should rock. Yeah. We're literally talking about whether whether good choice, Rob. Winning this award immediately catapults him into the greatest defender of all time conversation, which I think is a little early. It puts him on the list. It puts him on a list of winners. Bobby, when when you started going through the guys that you consider great defenders, it's not a short list. There's a lot of really good defenders over the course of time. No, I'm (laughs) saying of who people who have won the award. I'm ready to go. Okay. Good night, all. I'll tell See you, you guys this. Sunday. I'll Sunday, the last last regular season post game show. Be there. Oh man! Let's oh, go. John, John, we have to go back to our bold predictions on Sunday. Oh shoot! So stick around for that, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> right. Bold predictions. Well, our bold predictions are coming back on a Sunday few, to see how. Oh, few of Bobby. Oh, Bobby doesn't think they're so interesting. Okay, Bobby. Oh, a few a of them. Those, you'd be like, you'd be like, let's do it, guys. Yeah, we're doing that yeah. next episode. I know a few somebody of... in this in this show is going to be happy to rehash a couple of them. So. Yeah, a few of them hey, were really hey, no good. No spoilers. No spoilers. All right. <laughs> Stay tuned. All right. Anyone else want a final thought? <laughs> <laughs> talk about Hauser. Oh, no, we didn't talk about Hauser. I was trying to ask you about him, we but did. then you went down this. We spot. I was I mean, joking. Marcus, I don't but, want to talk you know, about Hauser. My final thought: I think we should break up the Jays. All right, we, good night, guys. <laughs> we are snubbing Hauser right now. Just to yeah, let well, the it's your fault. Now. It's your fault. So congratulations. Thank you for watching, guys. If you want to head over to uh, the chat. Uh, on Discord, check it out. We're uh, hanging out over there. Yeah, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check in with those guys. Right. Talk, what time is it? We'll, we'll move to Discord. How about that? Huh? You can go to Discord. Yeah. And talk. How's, How's your talk on Discord? Yes. Join our Discord server. It's on, <laughs> it's on the screen there. CLNSmedia.com/discord. Should we trade Jalen Brown? That's what we'll be talking about. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't say that. That's not true. Yeah, yeah, We're not yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah, we are. Everyone's, oh, but God. you have to sign up to be a part of the comments. <laughs> you got to sign up. Jeez, Louise. I hate you. I hate all of you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we hate all of you. <laughs> Thank oh, you, guys. Thank God. you for the chat. Very fun. Very spirited. We love it. We'll see you guys. Uh, we'll see, see you guys. guys on Sunday. Take Thanks. care. Sunday.